You are listening to the TF Cast, a Mankato-based arts and culture podcast where we hear stories of upcoming projects and get to know the people making things happen all across southern Minnesota. Hello and welcome to another episode of the TF Cast. My name is Willis. Hey, Zach here, and the date is February 23rd, 2022, I think. And I am your host, Jacob Bases. Today with us, we have guest Alistair Weston to talk about his project in Mankato, a new venue and tea house, The Enchanted Muse. Alistair, please introduce yourself and uh, let the audience know where and what you're up to. Hey, nice to nice to talk to you all. My name's Alistair, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm opening The uh, Enchanted Muse Art, Music, and Tea Lounge. Here in Mankato on South Front Street, it's uh, open to all venue and uh, a tea house for people to find their own inspiration. That's awesome. And and where is it at? Uh, we're we're at seven thirty one South Front Street, right right in the uh, heart of West Cato, and uh, in, in the old Mankato Ballet Building, a big old historical building. So right on. I'm sure most a lot of people are familiar with that. It's a neat area. Uh, so there's kind of a lot going on in the space. Um, you have you have a, you have a tea house, a recording studio, and a, a venue. Uh, what what's the the vision for rolling these things out? And like where 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 uh, where did you come into the idea of you know taking on this kind of like ambition ambitious like multi faceted project? Well, we started out as just the tea house. In, in, in just the little spot that we had there. And then the entire building became available. And so instead of having a gallery and a tea house and a venue just smushed into one spot, we expanded into the whole 4,300 square foot area. And uh, it, it really gives us a lot more opportunity to to have a lot more space um, for expansion and to, to get some nice, uh, better bands in there and, and a lot more artists. And so we're really excited at the uh, opportunities this, this creates. What, what kind of uh, programming do you intend to uh, have right off the bat? And what is your uh, opening schedule like? Well, we're opening soon. That uh, it's, it's been a long uh, uh, journey working with the city of Mankato to get all the... Uh, <laughs> Um, the, the permitting and this sort of thing going. We've been working mm-hmm. on that for a solid year. So on March 5th, we have the Gustavus Adolphus Jazz Ensemble coming in for a uh, jazz jamboree on the stage. And we're, we're looking to open with that. Um, one of the things we're doing is having a, a wide variety of musical acts in there. We're going to have jazz night and EDM night, and we hope to get some, some hip-hop battles in there and open mics for, uh, for everybody to, to, to show off their talents. Are, are um, all of the shows going to be all-ages shows, um, or is there going to be, um, like, what, what's the, it, it is kind of like a all-ages, all-the-time space? Oh, yeah. For for the time being, that's what we're going for. We're looking to be a, a, a musical venue in town where you can bring your grandfather and your grandchild in at the same time and mm-hmm. have the whole family come in and, and enjoy music in a, in, a, in a friendly and welcoming environment, for sure. Hmm. Um, you mentioned that uh, there was going to be a tea house and mm-hmm. a venue. So we, we went and checked it out the couple couple weeks ago now, I think, and uh, got a little preliminary tour of the space, got to see the, the stage and some of what you had set up there. 
Um, one of the things that I really liked was kind of the the layout, how it felt like you could kind of enter the space and then there were different areas for different things going on. Um, I guess, like, can you talk a little bit about what you imagine, like, um, what, what kind of a, what, what you're hoping to create in this space? So, like, uh, paint the picture for someone, you know, what they might see if they entered and, like, uh, you know, things were going on. Maybe once the construction's done. <laughs> <laughs> well, the tea house is, is coming in. We, we've got our conditional use permits now, so... Great. We, we've got all the uh, um, counters and all this from... Uh, we've got the old Uncle Albert's Cafe's counters in there. No. And uh, nice. so, yeah, a lot of people like the nostalgia factor of that. Yeah. And um, if you come into the tea house, it is uh, your standard coffee shop where you can get sandwiches and tea and and, and goodies like uh, baked rolls. Our, our next-door neighbors, the Barcadal store are providing us access to their full kitchen that they're getting installed. And so oh, awesome. we have a lot of baked goods for for, for vegan and gluten-free options and, and this sort of thing as well. And so that's a space where you can just sit back and read a book and have a, have a quiet time and find your inspiration that way. And then right next door, we have our main gallery where you can check out all the art that you want to and uh, see, see our local artists. And further on, then, is our large um, venue area where, when we have music, uh, you can gather and uh, uh, see who's on the stage and mm -hmm. have a little dance party. What, what type of capacity do you have? Um, what is the city allowing you to have in there? Uh, for the full capacity, we can, we can fill the place up, basically. So it's, uh, we have plenty of parking in back alongside the Bethlehem Lutheran Church has, has agreed to let us use their uh, large parking lot. And um, so bring, bring anyone that you can. In the cafe itself, I believe we can have about 40 people in there. And mm. the, uh, the, the gallery and the venue are standing room only. And uh, mm. you know, hopefully we, we get a large crowd. Yeah. Well, you, what brought you to all this and... Uh, um, uh, starting starting a cafe venue. Do you have experience working with with music in your past or cafes or something like that? Oh, absolutely. My my family history is that they founded the Fujiya restaurants in the Twin Cities, the first Japanese restaurants mm. in the city. So I've been around the restaurant scene for my whole life, and and really have have wanted to uh, start a, a venue like this since about two thousand and five or so. And just recently, the building became available. Mm -hmm. So I thought I'd jump on the opportunity and toss my hat into the ring and uh, mm. uh, uh, get it going. And there's a lot of opportunity for creative space here in, in Mankato. That, that mm. It's gotten a lot of positive feedback from people. So, mm -hmm. uh, And what, what was it about? Um, is there anything about Mankato or the area? Um, you said you're, you're coming from the cities, or I, I believe you'd also maybe mentioned off-camera that... You had lived uh, out west for a while too. Is do you determine a particular need, or do you just like the area? Um, you know what 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 brought you to the Mankato Ballet? Um, oh, building? for sure. I um, well, I went to college here oh. in the early two thousands, so I, I fell in love with the town. I, I was from the cities, but I was pretty much done with having with, with living in a large city. So. Um, I fell in love with the forests and the people around here, and 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 really enjoy it. 
And one of the things about Mankato is that there is a proliferation of artists and musicians. I mean, they're everywhere. And so I'm just trying to be a part of the community and and make a home for, for people in town here, for sure, to uh, to express themselves and to be inspired by by each other. Sure. Um, you, you also mentioned, uh, you said something about March 5th, that there was going to be a, uh, jazz show there. That's pretty, pretty soon here. That's very soon. Actually, it's a couple weeks out. Um, what are you, when is the, is there a soft opening or like if people want to start trickling in and, you know, checking the place out, when can they start going in there? So we'll have the music venue and the gallery sections open at the beginning of March, so that people can come in and check out the art and and check out the music. And the cafe should come along about a month after that, that it's just a matter of, of getting the permitting from the, the city at that point. And we mm-hmm. all know how mm-hmm. quickly the city of Mankato works on things. And so it's, it's really in their hands once we can get the cafe. But we're looking at um, the beginning of April for, for the cafe section. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what, what has the process of working with the city like to, you know, like... Th- to, to build this thing, what what has your experience been? Well, it's been um, it's been pretty enjoyable as far as the, uh, the the city inspectors go. They they're very um, full of information on, on on what we can do. We just had a a meeting with the city planning commission at the beginning of January, and they were delightful. They unanimously voted us into existence. And uh, for the most part, it's it's just a matter of, of making sure that uh, we are up to code and uh, they have pretty exacting standards in this town. So so um, people should feel good that um, the, uh, the the food code and the building code and everything like that is, is, is really up to snuff with with the city. Uh, very professional, very professional people. Sure, sure. Um, and I, I, so you're about a month away from opening a uh, cafe. What, what kind of. You, you mentioned like a, a kitchen and like a, a partnership with a bakery. What what type of what type of items are we going to be seeing on the menu? Oh, this is a, a typical tea house cafe. We're working with Curiosity in North Mankato to get a proliferation of teas. Their Heidi at Curiosity is is great. She knows all about tea, so she's bringing her best in into the cafe there. And uh, other than that, you should expect uh, some light lunch fare. You got your sandwiches and wraps and um, juices and energy drinks and, and good, uh, good desserts. So uh, come in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner for, for the cafe. One of the things we're offering, uh, like I mentioned, is, is gluten-free and vegan options. We've had so many requests for vegan options in town that uh, we're looking to to help out that community quite a lot. So. Sure. I mean, I've, I, I found myself driving up to Curiosity, um, you know, at least a couple times a month because their menu is just like, I don't know. It, it's just nice to like go up there and see like, oh, I can eat anything, you know? Right. Like it, it's, a, right. it's, a, it's a really, it's almost worth the experience alone, you know, if, if you're uh, a vegan person. And and that you mention it, that's that's one thing that I, I got off of the from the West Coast is to have really fine food. And so we're we're looking to get top notch. We have all of our, our our very nice vendors in from the West Coast and um so vegan cheesecakes and all this, you know. Ooh. Yeah, to be really good. Mm. Yeah. Um Enchanted Muse, where the where the name come from? 
What's the what's behind that? Well, we believe that everybody has a muse, and it it really makes you think. Like, what what enchants your muse? What 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 tickles your fancy? What what drives you on in a creative fashion? And this is uh, this is what we're hoping that people can can find at the Enchanted Muse is uh, is is their own inspiration into life and 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 to live an inspiring life. So, hmm, I like that. Um, so what, uh, what sort of, what's your history with, with music? I know when we were touring the space, you talked a bit about, uh, experience working with different kinds of equipment and different groups. What, what sort of, uh, give us a little rundown on your history with musicians. And Oh, sure. Well, um, personally, I've had a, uh, dozen years of training at the McPhail Center for the Arts in the Twin Cities in uh, uh being a classical pianist and so okay. um i have i have some idea of what it's like to be up on a stage and perform <laughs> and all this and uh out on the west coast i owned a uh, recording and broadcasting studio and so i've brought the equipment in town here and um i'm really trying to get uh the premier recording studio in in town here and um i have uh Two Fish Studios, uh, a lot of their equipment uh, moved in now, and uh, um, the, it looks like there's a, a real opportunity in town to get the local bands uh, recorded and, and mastered to a high degree and uh, up, on, up on the map so that we can really spread around the, the, the music in this town. One of the goals that we have is to um, uh, have enough of a music scene that people will come down from the Twin Cities to to check out the shows and sure. and this. So yeah, we we've kicked that. At, like that's one of the things that we I I think that like for the price of parking, it's worth it. You know, like people. Right. We we've had this conversation a thousand times in the podcast about how like Mankato could if just be the thing. You know, people could come down here, bands could come down here. So I'm I'm glad other people are are taking it upon themselves to do the thing too because that's exactly what we want to see oh I, I agree it sounds like we have a very similar vision there and mm. uh and it's going around the community so you know we're heating it up and making it making it happen sure so it, it we kind of like glant like glossed over it really quick in the beginning and when you talked about the recording thing like there is going to be a full recording studio like in between like it, it's it's in between the tea house and the the venue and yeah. behind the gallery, but uh, sure. you know there there is there is like space for what will be um, you know some kind of uh, I guess I guess you know what's the that that's an additional business. How many how many businesses are, are made of this thing? <laughs> well, we're going for that fusion concept. You know, <laughs> everything is fusion nowadays. Yeah. And uh, the recording studio is very very exciting. That uh, we're looking to have a recording or podcasting studio. If people want to do a podcast and have interviews, very much like this, that uh, they can come right in and um, sit in front of the blue screen and. Uh, we have all the, the microphones and equipment set up so that maybe people that are trying to podcast out of their living room and this sort of thing can get into a, a nicer, more professional space. And um, when that room is not being used for recording or these sorts of purposes, we're going to have a sort of a VIP lounge in there with uh, comfortable seating and, and uh, nice chill tempos as, as far as the music goes so that uh, people can sit and relax and Again, enjoy a nice book or, you know, whatever it is that uh, that sparks their fancy. So, 
That sounds that sounds way cool. Yeah, uh, did with the planning process, and not to get back into working with the city too much, <laughs> but certainly like an ambitious project. Was it was it and and getting close to launch date? So has it kind of met the expectations, or did you encounter a lot of unforeseen challenges? What's that been like? Well, like like you mentioned, it's it's basically four different businesses. <laughs> And so there's not one set of standards that we have to follow. It's now four different sets of standards. And the, the difficulty has been um, for the city themselves going, how do we categorize this and how, how do we make these rules? And so it, it took them a little while to, to figure out what, what exactly they were working with there um, to provide us what, what we needed to, to give for them. And... Um, it uh, it finally took a couple few different uh, city officials to to figure that out, but once they got it down, um, the paperwork worked out uh, very quickly, and 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 we moved it uh, right through. And um, well, one of the big challenges, of course, was was parking until the Bethlehem Lutheran Church, their uh, board of directors, came on board and very much have been uh, supportive. Um, uh, on our behalf towards the city and and that's really helped out a lot too that uh, a lot of the community members have jumped in and, and and talked to the city and and so the city of Mankato seems to really listen uh, to the public once once they started to to talk to them and um, to also the Mankato free press we we got a, a nice um, article in there and 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 that really seemed to to get the city to move a little bit faster. So yeah. <laughs> that was nice for us, yeah. Um, a few times you've said we. Um, is there, a, is there, is how big is the group of people who's working on this project? Like so far we've only really interfaced with you, but is it family thing, a group, a collective? Oh, sure. Well, there's there's myself. I'm, I'm the head of the ship. And then beyond that, we have some uh, some writers and artists and uh, uh, some musicians that have been working as consultants on this project pretty much across the board. And uh, well, I know you guys came in and, and, and checked out our, our, our sound setup and this sort of thing. So you can be considered part of that we <laughs> as well. Sure. But, uh, um, yeah, we're, we're definitely taking your advice and, and getting this getting this moving forward. And um, all, all the people that have helped us uh, do the construction and and uh, the electricity, all these sorts of things. So um, It's more I, of the royal we then. Well, yeah, I, I'd like to think of us as, as, as a nice big family uh, mo moving this forward because everybody has an input and, and everybody's valuable along the line. I, I certainly couldn't do all, all of this just by myself, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I'd like to think of myself as a creative uh, individual, but it, it it takes a town to to make this go, and so that's it's been um, we've we've been working on this for a solid year now, and it's definitely been a, a process of 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 generating new ideas and and really working it up to what it is now. So, what kind of uh, feedback have you gotten uh, from the community in general? We one of the things that people regularly tell us is like just how like out for an all ages venue Mankato is like it, we just like need 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 it so like I I'd like to to know like what some of the things people have been saying you know to the person who's you know going about opening one oh it has been fantastic uh, for sure that uh, I've yet to to meet a member of the public that that doesn't want us to open so <laughs> that's that's very nice and um, like you say there's a lot of uh, demand out there 
that um, the Muse has been contacted by the Southern Minnesota School District, who wants to host their Poetry Out Loud Nationals uh, at the venue, and Gustavus Adolphus College, who is looking to get off the hill, as they say, and get into the neighborhood. And so the Muse is the place that, that they, they want to get to, and um, uh, the church itself, a lot of entities like this, that they don't find like a, a bar or something like that appropriate for their situation. And they, they need a nice big space that, uh, that they can draw people into. And um, so, the, so the excitement is there. Uh, for sure. One of the things, the, well, the only feedback that we got from the City Planning Commission was uh, one of the members lives in the Lincoln Park neighborhood, and she says, we can't wait for you to open. So it's, it's that sort of uh, feedback from the locals that um, it's really underdeveloped over there in that, uh, in, the, in that side of town, and to, to have a place that they can come and hang out and call their own is, is, is really, uh, it seems people's uh, hearts are set on it, so... Oh, that's awesome to hear. Yeah, it's been nice. Uh, well, is there anything we we haven't covered? Uh, I, th I think we've kind of dove into the food. We've dove into some of the music. We've dove into the venue space, a little bit about your process. Is there anything that we haven't kind of touched on yet that you think is important about the project or would you want to let people know? Well, we can, we can talk about the artists and uh, vendors themselves. Um, one of the things that we're trying to do is take the local artists and elevate them uh, to, to, to a higher level and make sure that um, we have, uh, well, we're going to have gallery showings for them that, that center on the artists themselves and we can bring the public in and have them interact and mingle with artists. And to that end, um, we're also taking people's art and putting on T-shirts and notebooks and other such merchandise because people are much more uh, apt to, to, to get a T-shirt or a notebook than just a piece of art that they can put on their wall. And that really uh, spreads out um, the opportunities for the artists that we have and allows us to uh, sell them online and, and, and these sorts of things to a wider audience all, all over the Internet. And um, in a very similar fashion for the shows that we're doing, we're recording the shows and streaming those online as well. So maybe if somebody can't make it to a concert or something like that, they can always catch it later uh, on on our websites and, and on social media. So I, I also almost forgot. There, you, are you still doing the, the publication? There's a, oh, a, yes. a zine or I, I don't know what, what exactly is... When I first heard of the Enchanted Muse, it was—I think—it was handed to me. It was a, a brochure, or a booklet, or a zine. Right. You can um, you can call it a zine. The the Enchanted Muse Quarterly is a an, uh, an art magazine about the um, art and music scene in all of Southern Minnesota. So um, we're we're really focusing on artists from from anywhere in the region, and. Um, with with interviews and uh, recipes from 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 curiosity and all all kinds of things like that, to to again um, our our goal is to take the local artists and spread them around and and to really uh, Im improve their visibility, and um, we've had one edition of of the uh, en Enchanted Muse magazine uh, out there. We we printed off five hundred of them. And uh, those disappeared right away. So <laughs> I'll have to do a larger print run next time. Yeah. 
That's fun. And uh, I, I, I guess I have one more. Um, the what? What's the the long term goal? Like, if you if you were to think about the Enchanted Muse and its impact in both five and ten years, what would mm-hmm. you like to see? Oh, absolutely! I would like to um, see that Mankato gets thought of as a a thriving arts town and and really improve the uh, the tourism of this district. Give us give us a cultural identity as a town so that so that people recognize uh, the creativities of the locals and and what we're all about down here, and so that people will come through and say, "Hey, we really want to visit Mankato because it's it's a real place of of arts and music in mm-hmm. in southern Minnesota that that's very interesting to see so yeah I, I mean I, I do think that having some more things. Uh, you know, there are already a number of projects that, uh, you know, work to do some of those things, but having them all in one space where I feel like someone could, you know, walk from one to another to another, um, you know, it might drive some of that too, where you could really, you know, make a whole afternoon out of something. So it's, uh, it's heartening to, you know, hear that's what you're in it for. Well, sure. There's, there's a lot of, um, places around town. You have your 410 project and, 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 uh, you know, you can get, um, Concerts of the Coffee Hag and, and and this sort of thing, and we're really trying to unify that in into a scene. It's like um, it's it's like Ocho uh, says that if if you're the only place in town, you're the only place. But if 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 you're one of many places, then you have a scene in town, and 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 so we're trying to promote everybody else out there too, so that when people come down, they'll they'll check us out and they'll check out the other galleries and they'll check out the other venues in town as as well. Mm-hmm. And make an afternoon of it, as as you say. So awesome. Um, well, um, d- do you want to do plugs? Yeah. Where can people uh, find the Enchanted Muse or, or your projects? Where can they uh, check it out? That's it. You can check us out at uh, theenchantedmuse.com, and some of our artist merchandise is already up on enchantedmuse.store. Or check us out on Facebook or Twitter at uh, the Enchanted Muse on either of those and um you can see the first uh edition of the enchanted muse quarterly also on on the enchanted muse.com all right well hey thank you for uh joining us letting us know about it oh absolutely i, I really want to thank you guys for this opportunity to 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 get the word out there and um this has been a blast i, cool. I really appreciate it yeah thank, thanks for coming on we're excited to check it out once you open up yeah. uh, Great. I, I hope to uh, come back on after the doors are open and uh, promote some artists and promote some musicians. So Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, great. <laughs> right on. Thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes for this and every episode at triplefalls.org.